The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. But now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. It's brought to you by American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 90 years. More at ADR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law hosts Jim Grasso and Greg Storr discuss the Supreme Court case of Hernandez versus Mesa concerning a Mexican boy who was shot by U.S. Border Control agents. They speak with Brianna. Gorod, a chief counsel at the Constitutional Accountability Center, and Andrew Kent, a professor at Fordham University Law School. Brianne, can you just lay out the facts in this case for us? The facts of this case are incredibly tragic. I don't think anyone would disagree about that. A 15-year-old boy was playing with some friends um, in a culvert of the Rio Grande, right at the border between El Paso, Texas, and Juarez, Mexico. Um, they were playing, you know, the kinds of games that kids play, running back and forth. Um, one of those boys um, was tragically shot in the head and killed by a customs uh, patrol border agent. And, and the question for the court now is whether the mere happenstance that he happened to be just south of the border, as opposed to just north of the border, makes a difference from a constitutional perspective. Whether, because of that that lone fact, his family can't receive any damages um, to redress the really tragic loss that they've suffered. Andrew, it seemed at the court that conservative justices seemed to be looking for a definitive rule or a limit. Chief Justice Roberts said, how about the case of a drone strike in Iraq? What's your reaction to that particular bent? Well, the government certainly does prefer the bright-line rule that has historically governed here, which, as you said at the outset, is that non-citizens outside the United States don't have constitutional rights. I should note that that doesn't mean they don't have any legal rights. Uh, A lot of times international law can provide pretty important restraints on the way the United States government uh, uses force or does other things outside our border. And some important United States statutes also restrain the government when it's acting outside our borders against non-citizens. But again, the bright line rule has always been that the Constitution does not do that uh, for non-citizens outside the U.S. And certainly just for the purpose of legal predictability, the government would prefer that uh, they know what the rules are and they would prefer for uh, less restraint, they would prefer more more leeway when they're acting outside the borders. Um, Probably the worst situation would be one if there's um, kind of a mushy case-by-case, hard to know whether the Constitution's going to apply or not decision that comes out of here, because then uh, the government's going to need to act as if the Constitution might apply while not knowing whether it is or not, and there'd be a lot of legal uncertainty. That's Andrew Kent, a professor at Fordham University Law School. And Brianne Gorod, Chief Counsel at the Constitutional Accountability Center, speaking with Bloomberg Law hosts Jim Grasso and Greg Store. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. Now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, a stunning downfall for the man who once led Hong Kong. The city's former chief executive, Donald Song, has been sentenced to 20 months in prison. Song was convicted of misconduct in a conflict of interest case involving a luxury apartment. His wife says he plans to appeal. 
Prosecutors say they have more ammunition to use against Las Vegas gambler Billy Walters, who's accused of insider trading. Walters allegedly made $43 million in Dean Foods by trading on tips from the company's former chairman. Prosecutors also want to show jurors that Walters engaged in illegal trading in Apple and Clorox. Walters' lawyers say it's too late to bring that into the case. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.